Previously, on The Last Tapestry. We don't have what we need to properly affect the flow of events, so we can only go back to the beginning of yesterday. However, you need to obtain something known as the Circumstance Engine. You need to locate where it is in this timeline. Once you've done that, the break will find some way to form at exactly 7 hours and 45 minutes past noon. If you can really talk to me tomorrow morning, I've got some serious things going on at my place, so have fun! Um, if you can manage to get through my father... They're merchants of death. They're bad people and it's made them rich. Alright, so up the balustraded stairway and standing on the front porch is an Azimar in a leather duster, boots, and a bolo tie. He's just like, how y'all doing? Uh, my name is uh, Vincent. I'm just here to to stop by and bring some paperwork, but no one uh, gave me an official invite in and no one's answering the door. Enough. Get out. I see the darkness behind you. A it shattered is, world. I see turn it. Turn on a light. No. Okay. Get out. Yeah, let's go back the way we came and see if we can find Vincent. Oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive. But what if the web already woven for us? What of the fate that has already been decided? If our predestined path is blighted, what then? Surely you would think there would be some way to change that. That's his good thing. Seven. Six. Ten. He only got a thirteen. Still better than us. Yeah, yeah, you guys go back through the way you came, and you don't see Vincent. Mm. No. (laughs) So she leads you to the foyer and back to the door and opens it for you, and just like, well, um, good luck on your whatever it is you're doing. Well, Uh, maybe we'll see you again. You might not remember us, but we'll probably see you again. She, yeah, she nods slowly. But, I mean, yeah, she's a temporomancer, so she kind of <laughs> gets it. And she closes the door. And Amaranth says, okay, no, I'll let you guys uh, decide what to do first, actually. Do you happen to know a Laura Lockhart and where we can find her is that a big name around here that's a huge name she's like right next to the princeps she's got like a huge building out this way a syndicate building there's no way we'd get in to talk to her we like to talk to the princeps all i have to do is get kidnapped again mona okay you didn't get to talk he wasn't gonna talk to you you realize that right he was gonna just brush you off and leave I never got to find out. The world ended. The world did end, but it wasn't going to happen either way. (laughs) 
Um, What's... Uh, no. Mm-mm. Sorry, go on. Well, we can't leave without that machine. This is important. So I'm sorry, Amrith. I think we are going to do a crime. We're going to have to do a, a B&E. <laughs> he says... Oh darn! I wasn't. I definitely wasn't thinking about that. You're just... Wow, you're too. You're, you're too good. <laughs> too good for it. Okay, but little... how are we gonna get it away from him? <laughs> That's the part that I am a little bit more. Um... Even if we break in and fight a bunch of zombies, uh, hmm. maybe we trick him. Maybe we 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 Do trick we, like, him away. From this him? is what I was thinking: <laughs> is if we could just like. He's sleeping, yes, and we like, replace on. it with like something else. He doesn't sleep. Bread. <laughs> <laughs> and we get a bread box. <laughs> Fill it with actual blood, bread and blood. Okay. Actual blood? Okay, Nelly. Do we know? I'll leave that part up to you. <laughs> do we know if we die in the game, do we die for real? It's not a game. I, I know. Um... If we die early, you mean? Yeah. If you would like to roll something to to intuit that. What should we roll? Or Arcana? Or Arcana. That's a 10 (laughs) for insight. (laughs) 15. Nine. Okay. So, Desdemona, you have a pretty good feeling that if you die, you die for real. Mm. You're not going back. Does your corpse, like, get transferred back to the silver plane? Oh, God. Now that part's unclear. Oh, yeah, so I share that information. Uh, so yeah, okay. we probably shouldn't yeah. die. I mean, I wasn't planning to. I, wasn't I was trying. planning to do it correctly. Okay. Um. Okay, like, um... Maybe... Maybe if we go back in and look for Vincent, we can get more information about this contract. Do you think Vincent's still in there? Well, we were just out in front of the her dad's room. Uh-huh. We didn't see him coming back through. We didn't see him any, at all when we were in there. Yeah, so he might still be in there somewhere. There's also half a family says we could speak to. Oh, that's right. There were a couple of the people in that picture. I think we should go root around. <laughs> I think we should go root around in, in these people's home. Okay, I guess we-, we should just have to be careful. I mean, Clementine... Already kind of doesn't really trust us she'll to be, begin with. She'll be pretty cross, but I'm not as worried about that as being caught by her father, who will probably not be pleased about the darkness we are bringing into his home, apparently. <laughs> that part's troubling, but I'm not going to linger on it. Maybe he's seeing that we're going to do a B&E and, like... <laughs> oh, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, because we wouldn't have had to break into his home if he just gave us this this bread box. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. This is his fault. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you guys, are you guys going back in? Yeah. Yeah. I did have like half a mind to like just revert time 30 minutes and just try again, but I don't think that's That's clever though. (laughs) Keep that on the back burner. (laughs) Okay. I don't think we were going to convince him. (laughs) Okay, so. Um, if you'd like to roll investigation or something else to get back into the house. Mm. Uh, something else. Like you, if you had a fun spell or a trickety trick. <laughs> um, Wait, hold on. I, hmm. I rolled investigation and got a 12. Is stealth a roll that I could roll to get back into house? Only if you're going to go somewhere obvious like the front door. But then your friends would have to roll stealth as well. 
Unless they want to find another entrance. Okay, I'll roll investigation. I don't have anything to investigation. Can I roll insight? Can I insight check a house? Sure. I got an eight. You know... I hate when you guys roll first and roll poorly, and then I'm just like, oh boy, oh, no. now this is on me. <laughs> twelve, not that bad. Fourteen. Yay. <laughs> okay, you got a twelve? Yeah. Yeah, the fourteen, I think the fourteen suffices. You're able to intuit that there might be some kind of entrance through the room-marked menagerie. Like, there has to be, like, a part out there, a pen out there, or something that should be easy to... To enter through. Mm. Let's go through the menagerie. I don't really know what that word means. Would Deli know? I, w- I mean, you would think you would know if you did just intuit there would be pens there. Yeah, like <laughs> animals. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the nuance. Elijah doesn't know the nuance of the word menagerie. It looks like a petting zoo to me. <laughs> okay. I mentioned wolves. I want to pet a wolf. Oh, no. <laughs> no, honey, no. Why? No. Well, you get to pet soot. You want to pet a, soot? And you get a ferret. <laughs> I, could, I could have a wolf. Oh, okay. Do they you... said dire wolves, so those are usually quite large. It's fine. <laughs> Just saying you can't hold it. I would still, I would still love it. <laughs> Maybe we could go to the pound and get you your own wolf. That's um. not someone else's. That it's also scary and can kill us. Okay. If you, you mm. if you're good, if I, I'm always good, <laughs> on the next timeline, it's gonna be all about pet adventures. <laughs> Mark it down, Dan. Pet oh. adventures, chapter two. <laughs> put, put it in the notes. Pet adventures. So you're going in through the ma- menagerie. Yes. Okay. For the listeners at home, Dan is legitimately taking a note right now. Yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't want to say I'm taking a note and then not taking a note, and I'm a liar. <laughs> <laughs> She's just going to disregard it immediately. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so you guys go around to the left side of the house and see there is, in fact, a stables that that's kind of leading out of the menagerie. So you can see it, and the doors are old-looking wood, so you feel like it'd be pretty easy to get that open. So do you go inside? Absolutely. Okay. Elijah first. Yeah, can I roll perception for a big wolf? Yeah. Can I also roll stealth? You can roll stealth, yes. And anyone else who would like to. I think Amaranth will as well. I'm rolling like garbage to you guys. This is insanity. Oh, God. That was a seven. Yeah, he got an 11. Uh, I rolled 10 to look for a big wolf. I also do want to roll stealth since we are sneaking into a place. Okay. Uh, Unholy 20 for the stealth. (laughs) Nice. Holy shit. 17. Oh, okay, you guys both did very good. Amaranth and Deli, not so much. You know, they're fussing over the cat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let me see. Okay, so you enter the menagerie. Um, Elijah, essentially invisible. Del or er, Desdemona, you were you know hard to spot, but not impossible. And Elijah, you do see an enormous wolf with its like ribs are poking out, like literally. Ooh. Out, so it seems to be undead. Oh, that's so going to be a vet trip for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of its its fur is matted and its eyes are wild, but it is just chewing on a bone right now. It seems totally chill. And right next to it is a girl, and she has like a crown of roses, and she's just 
singing to the dog. And the dog is just eating a bone. Is this the girl in the painting? Yes, this is the other girl in the painting. And she turns to look at you. Um, not Elijah, but uh, everyone else. Whoa. Um, yeah, she, she actually rolled well. Um, and she turns to look at everyone else and she's just like, oh, um, hello. Uh, are you, who are you? I am Desdemona. This is Cordelia Cascade. Okay, when I said who are you, I did mean like, and also why are you, why? Why are you here? <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to be rude, but it's a little bit strange. We're visiting Clementine. Oh, you're visiting my baby sister. Why'd you come through this way? We wanted to help your father. And she jumps a little. She's like, oh, <laughs> another one. All right. <laughs> Can I pet your wolf? Um, yeah, they're mostly docile when they're, when they're, you know. Yeah, fed. Chewing on a bone. Yeah. He's, he's not really, they don't really eat. They like bones, though. Makes sense. I touch wolf. Roll animal handling. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this is a horrible trick I've done to myself. Ooh, 21. Damn. Yeah, this wolf loves you. Um, he, he, like, looks up from the bone and, like, tilts his head into your hand. Aww. I feel so powerful in this moment. Yeah, um, she's excited. She's like, oh, they don't usually do that. I'm apparently good with... I never knew. <laughs> good with animals. Your, your, your father has that weird machine that Clementine built, and it sounds like it's making him crazy. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. We want to take that away from here, so that maybe things won't be like they are here. That would be preferable, I think. Is that why you all are here? Is to take the machine away? Yes. Basically. What's your name? Sorry. Rosanna. Sorry. Rosanna. Nice to meet you. Um, I'm Elijah. This is Amaranth. I believe Mona did, did get her in Delhi. Yes. Well, it's um, a pleasure to meet all of you. Unfortunately, it's under such dark circumstances. I mean, all we want to do is help. No, that's that's lovely of you. I just mean, this is a, a bit of a pickle to be in for people who, I mean, don't really have a stake in it. I mean, he's not your father, you know. We like to help. And also that machine could help prevent the end of the world. Uh, <laughs> everyone <laughs> is putting their faces in their hands. <laughs> I like how we try to be delicate about things and then we just go smack right into it. <laughs> I know you said that you never lie, but you don't have to tell the whole truth all the time. Ah, <laughs> uh, mm, you know, noted. I will work on it. It is an admirable trait, though. Oh, thank you, Rosanna. I appreciate that. I appreciate someone who understands me. <laughs> What's the wolf's name? Um, well, I've only just met him. Um, but there's a lot of new faces around the manor, so I don't have one yet. Ah, oh. suppose you can name him. I will never not turn this around. <laughs> What's a good direwolf name? It's like the reverse card in Uno. Oh, Y'all keep trying to get me. It's gonna name him Bones. <laughs> no. Aw. Ribs. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> McRibs. McRib? <laughs> I did almost say rib bone, and I'm like, that is not. It's not a good name for a dog. Babyback? <laughs> oh my god. Um, I am giving you gold. <laughs> And you're wasting it. <laughs> Are you really looking at I'm names? looking up names. Mm-hmm. Baby names for your baby. I'm looking up baby names. You're going to get attached to this dog, and then how are you going to bring it with you? I can't, but I... So what happens when you name a dog? Give it We're going to have to come back name. here every cycle. Can you bring the dire wolf? <laughs> if I got the hair? Yeah. It's not a familiar, so like... <laughs> Possibly. 
What about what about Sebastian? <laughs> oh, that's a cute name. An interesting name for a for a direwolf, but I like it. It just looks like a Sebastian to oh, me. Bears. Aww. <laughs> well, um, now you seem quite attached. Did you want him to come with, or? Ah, uh, would be thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you rolled well enough. He stands up whenever you stop petting him, and um, so then he then Rosanna says, "My father will occasionally leave his quarters and go to the lab. So if he leaves the machine behind, then you should be able to take it." Excellent. That is an extremely helpful tip. Unfortunately, if he doesn't leave it behind, you might have to follow him. And pickpocket him. Is it small enough to be in a pocket? Well, okay. (laughs) You guys got a a kitchen with a bread box? Maybe we could do a switcheroo. (laughs) She said Deanna Jones switcheroo it. Yeah. (laughs) I think, uh, I think he might no, but you know, it's an admirable thought. What's with all the undead here recently? It happened whenever my father was, well, when he became like he is. Usually there's not many undead, and when there are, he has complete control over them. But, you know, now it's different. It's hmm. erratic like he is. And he became erratic after he encountered that machine? It was about the same time, yes. Has he accused you... Of bringing any sort of darkness <laughs> into the home. Um, we haven't spoken. Oh. Oh. I'm sorry. No, it, it's fine. Is there anyone else in the in the house that we should know about? Or... There's Drew. Okay. We met Drew. He seems nice but scared. Oh, he's terrified, yes. Reasonably. It sounds like things have gotten a little bit unstable in this home. And those are the only living people in this home? Yes, that's it. Who is the other Eladrin in the portrait? Oh, oh, that would be his brother, Wiston. Wiston. Doesn't he- live here? No, he stayed behind in Cavaro. So, did we want to start looking around, I suppose? Yeah. I don't know where the key to his study is once he leaves it, but I know he had a spare. I guess we will take a look and find it. Okay, so where are you going? You know that this room leads out back into that corridor and that there are a bunch of rooms out there. You don't know what they are. guess you could ask Rosanna, but... We did see a library, mm-hmm. right? You did. Um, I think that's the only... So I'd say let's check in there first just because it's the only other room that we saw through into and know what it is. All right. You guys go into the library. It's massive. The shelves tower above you almost to the ceiling. They've got the long ladders that go along the shelves. And it would seem to lead to a um, an observatory on one side and a reading room that is adjacent. That's what you see. If you'd like to roll investigation in here. That's a unholy 20 for me. Dang. 18 for me. 21. There we go. <laughs> okay, so we'll start with Mona. You find a, well, something that's at least special to you, um, which is a spell book. Um, and within it are the spells Snillox Snowball Storm. Oh my gosh. It's so hard to say. And Ice Knife. Nice. Ice Knife. Ice <laughs> Knife. 
knife man of ice. Everyone look out. She's got a knife now. <laughs> what do you got there? A knife. <laughs> no. I feel like a weasel girl can very easily become a knife girl. Sure. Um, what if Bustle is holding the knife? Ooh. Oh my god. Give Bustle a knife. It's like that picture of that cute little, like, the little chick and it's got a knife in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so... Delhi, you find this is, it's a strange object. Um, it is, almost it looks kind of like um, a battery, a thick square battery, like a power source. Roll intelligence with advantage, please. Oh no. I rolled both a one and a two. You're not sure what it does. <laughs> you feel like it's important specifically to something you have, but you can't remember right now. Okay. <laughs> I just, I pocket it. Okay, With, cool. Yeah. Add, add strange battery to your inventory then. <laughs> I hope this isn't like radioactive or anything. <laughs> she just like is like, does this seem radioactive to anyone? <laughs> strange. Anybody got a Geiger counter? <laughs> okay, so you got an eighteen? Yes. You are able to tell by scouring this room that there is not a key in here. Um so you you look all around and you don't see a key in here but you do see a lot of books about like temporal magic tucked away in like kind of there's like an area of the bookshelf that's kind of furthest from the door and masked in shadow and clearly out of the way of visitors um but there's just a bunch of temporal magic there and a book about a being known as the harbinger of forever the harbinger of forever yes if I skim through that book, do I find out anything in particular about the Harbinger of Forever? Yeah, you rolled pretty well. So you skim through there and you see that it's an archfey that people normally make deals with in order to get temporal magic. Like, that's basically the only way you get temporal magic, is making a mm. pact with the Harbinger of Forever. An archfey or vestige is what it is. A vestige. Mm-hmm. Um... Would I know? Would I know anything in particular about vestiges, or is that not like that is a common a, thing that anyone would know about? It's not super common. Okay. You, it's it's so unknown that it almost <laughs> seems like dark and, and mysterious. It's like kind of taboo. Elijah's looking at it. And he's like, "I found the dark magic." Are you gonna share the dark magic? No. Or? Oh, it's dark for a reason. No, I will. I will. I, I guess he he passes that along about this vestige in the Harbinger of Forever. It's like, I guess this is, I mean, if uh, Clementine has temporal magic, I suppose this is where she got it. Hmm. Doesn't Archie also have a temporal magics? Are you, are you accusing no, our I'm very not. kind angel dad I, of <laughs> angel, I'm not. Our I'm angel father. If that's the only way you can get it. kind. Like, our, I love Archie just as much as you love ribbon candy. A sweet kind ribbon candy loving angel daddy did not <laughs> make a deal with the harbinger of forever for temporal magic. What if he is the harbinger of forever? I'm just saying. He couldn't be that. He's an angel. Amaranth's just like, I. this is a wild conversation. Like, oh. from the outside. <laughs> you Look. You'll get used to it. You'll get used to it. He's not the harbinger of forever. He, he's a sweet angel with ribbon candy. He's the harbinger of ribbon candy. He's so the harbinger. Why made a pact with a, a fae? What happens when an angel makes a pact with a fae? That doesn't happen, does it? I don't know any angels. Um, I only know the one. I know two. Well, 
Yeah. I know, one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so, you don't find a key in this library. <laughs> okay. Um, you said it connects to an observatory and... And a reading room. I want to check out the observatory. Okay. Reach for the stars, they said. Pull the stars down to where we are. <laughs> Honest the power. I like it. I like it. You enter the observatory and there is... Oh my god. I'm trying to think of the fucking name of it. What's it called when you look at the sky with a Telescope? big thing? Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I always want to say stethoscope. But I'm like, that's not it. A huge sky stethoscope for star doctors. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So there is a big telescope in the room, and it is pointed... I mean, at the sky, you probably don't want to look at it right now. It is daytime. But, um, but yeah, that, I mean, that's generally what you see in here. It's just, it's pretty, it's fancy, but empty. Is there, like, any research or anything fun? Neural investigation. Ooh. That's a 21. Ooh. It's an 8 for me. I look into the telescope. <laughs> You're temporarily blinded. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, Jordan just shook their head, so I'm guessing that's uh, even worse. Was that that one? No, it was a two. Oh. <laughs> and plus three. But. Okay, so you uh, peek around in the observatory, and you find some notes that, strangely enough, Aurelius, who is Clementine's father, he's been taking notes about the moon and Selune for some reason. He just says he's keeping a very close documentation of the phases of the moon, and he's got notes in there that say things like, it looks different than it should. The, the, it's, it's shaped differently. Like, you keep seeing these things pop up. They sound like the ramblings of a madman, just saying that the moon <laughs> is looking different and he can't explain how. Like, it gets to the okay. point where he gets more and more scientific explanations, like, descriptions trying to to portray just the different shape of the moon but it still doesn't make it sound any more sane um <laughs> he's just obsessed with the moon do you think he's in love with the moon i like that that's what <laughs> <laughs> do you think he's in love with the moon i mean he's kind of obsessed about it so that's kind of romantic well i don't know that obsession is mm. a healthy part of a relationship actually no, I, mean, I wouldn't say so. No. Um, the moon doesn't look any different to you guys, right? I mean, I think I don't think I've seen the moon in quite a bit, considering uh, the world keeps ending yeah. around. Well, it's been a couple days for sure. Sh- <laughs> well, no, we were around last night. I didn't really take a minute to look at the moon. I'm going to now. I will next time it's up there. But what shape is it now? Does it say? He has some drawings in there of the, the differences. And he has this strange geometry overlaid over the drawings of the moon. There's strange sigils that he has drawn over them that, that align with like the different lines in the moon. So that's the strange shapes he's been seeing anyway. <laughs> so it's just kind of like a very complex... Like, it's not like the moon is like squaring off no. or something. It's more like he's seeing shapes in the moon that shouldn't be yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so So much he's kind of like mapping the moon, right? <laughs> Elijah just leans over to look at these and he's like, my head hurts. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, what? it's kind of beautiful looking. If disturbing. If the moon changes shape, does it matter? I wonder. I mean, yeah. I mean, moon affects the tides. Yeah, but like... So that means that something is happening on Zimun, which is itself interesting and maybe alarming. I don't know. I, I figured something's always happening on the moon. Why else would it be up there? What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You don't, think, you don't like... think someone lives on the moon? I think someone lives up there. It's, uh, that doesn't factor into... You know how we went into the stellar plane and it was full of stars? Yeah. So is the night sky. So that's like the stellar plane, right? And the moon is part of it. So what, That's someone's study. What, would an angel live up there? An angel lives on the moon. Do and they're think... just doing landscaping. Perfect, Amaran. That's not what he said. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know. I feel, like, I feel like it's fine if the moon is changing. The moon's always changing. That's kind of its feature. What if... But not in this way. Okay, okay. This may sound crazy, but not as crazy as what we've already been saying. But what if the thing that he's building is not a weapon? It's a new moon? (laughs) (laughs) A second moon? No. (laughs) Oh. Like, like, it's like a... Like, maybe he's trying to get to the moon. Moon bridge. Why does he need so much of that, uh... What was it? Augurine? Augurine? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yay. I don't know. Maybe it'll help him get to the moon. It'll help power the device? The airship? It's huge. The moon ship. The moon ship. To take him to the moon. Well, what's he gonna do once he's up there? I don't know. Make out with it? Uh, I don't see. I don't know why my thing's crazy and your thing's not crazy. No, they're both wild. Okay. Okay, that one's less wild. Going to the moon. Well, not the making out part. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, the going to the moon's fine. I mean, I'd like to think it's more of a ship to the moon versus a huge giant weapon that is very scary. No, you think it's a ship with the moon. (laughs) I'm just saying, he's... Okay, well, that... Rosanna's gonna chip in and be like, I don't think my father's in love with the moon. Just you just for... don't want the moon to be your stepmother. <laughs> I know what this is about. I'm very certain my father is not in love with the moon. Okay, fine. I just like being romantic. He hates the moon. He wants to fight the moon. So, Wait, You're very on. extreme. <laughs> this could be in-betweens. Maybe hmm. there's something on the moon that he is expecting to be there. Uh, hmm. Is the moon... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> There's something on the moon he's expecting to be there? I mean, if he's been staring at it and mapping on it, maybe he's, like, observed something on the moon that he wants to get to. The angel says he's in love with. Yeah! These, these notes are also in part about Saloon, right? Yes. I mean, Saloon's the goddess of the moon. Oh, Which she could be on the moon. I was about to say, like I said... The night sky's full of stars. The stellar plane's full of stars. Ergo, the night sky is the stellar plane for sure, definitely. Um, we've been to the study where Istis lived. Maybe the moon is the... Well, probably not a study for Saloon. Probably something different. But that's her house. Or her? I'm updating my questions for Archie. Okay. <laughs> Saloon the moon? Maybe, I mean, I, in a metaphorical sense for sure. Is Saloon the Moon has a really great lyric. I need to write that down. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> write it on your arm. It's the only way you can be sure it'll make it with you to the stellar plane. 
She's like a memento <laughs> on her arm. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Saloon is extremely large and extremely wide. What? And she is the moon. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe... <sighs> Are you going can... to write her love ballad about Aurelius and Z-Moon? Yes. Rosanna's like, why? I... 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 What's... It's... it's... It's I, you know, I'm very patient. I'm a patient woman. <laughs> this is... It's not gonna be... I'm not gonna name your dad exactly. Okay. Maybe it's I'll... It's just gonna be about some other <laughs> Aladrin... Weapons dealer. Weapons dealer. <laughs> yeah. Some other vampire Aladrin weapons dealer who loves the moon. Um. I feel a little bit like I'm being conned. Like no. I, <laughs> no. We're just... This is... I'm sorry. Fate chose us. Um... <laughs> Space Cadets, and welcome to the Metro. This is Danny from Ground Control, just checking in. First off, we'd love it if you'd follow us on social media. We like to post announcements and art. And what better way to keep on top of all that than by clicking that follow button? Follow us on Twitter at The Last Tapestry or Facebook also at The Last Tapestry. We also have a link to our Discord server there. Please come talk to us. We're so lonely. Want an NPC named after you? Tweet the hashtag, hashtag Last Tapestry. Or leave a review. If you're leaving a review, please make sure to list your pronouns so that your character better reflects you. Promise I'll do my best to take care of the precious NPCs who've been named after fans. Speaking of fans, we're big fans of The First Watch, a multi-camera actual play D&D web series that follows a pair of monster hunters as they become embroiled in blood, mystery, and dark magics. You know we love dark magics here. The first season is on YouTube in its entirety and is prime for binging. For more information, find them on Twitter at First Watch Show. That's it for our Metro. I'll see you stars out in the cellar plane. Okay, hold on. Is there an arcane reason to be concerned about these symbols on the moon? Wizards, chime in. You can roll arcana. <laughs> Fuck. I will also roll. It's like a flat roll. But... 24. Oh, I literally yeah, I can't beat that. that. Yeah, no, he only got an 18. Six for me. <laughs> Okie dokie. So these sigils, you would actually recognize them. You've seen sigils like these about beings in the Kyber, specifically beings like you read a little bit about the Dreaming Dark and specifically the darkness that dreams, which is the force that the Dreaming Dark worship, essentially. Mm -hmm. These sigils would seem to be tied to that and would seem to be tied to... um, there is a hierarchy of lords down there, and there would seem to be a sigil for each of them. 
Gotcha. So I don't know what the sigil is tied to, or are they? That's a good roll. Hold on. I mean, you they're they're tied to. Um, I guess specifically what you would know as I use devils and demons interchangeably. Sorry if that annoys anyone, but um, the devils, like um, specifically archdevil lords. There are nine of them. Mm-hmm. So you find most of the sigils there. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so does this have something to do with the Dreaming Dark? Um, that's not settling. Is the Dreaming Dark on, on the moon? moon? Maybe now. How'd it get there? <laughs> Maybe the, that's just where they live. <laughs> but it wasn't always, right? Because it's changing. Are we. This reading, room has we... broken us. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question for you all. Oh, are, we, are we taking the rantings of a madman extremely seriously? Or is he not mad at all? I mean, maybe it could be both. Maybe these rantings mm, were no. born from a place <laughs> that was sane, and then it, it turned in that. I think, you know what, maybe it's one of those situations that I often find myself in, where everyone around you thinks you sound nuts, and you are not. You are completely correct. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't want to agree with that. I empathize deeply with mm, this no. man. No, I I feel like you're more a situation of a broken clock being right twice a day. What? Me? Yes, you. No. <laughs> no, have you... I haven't been writing down the vast majority of the insane things that have come out of your mouth. But if I did, no, you, it you, would amount to being right twice a you day. You don't have all the information. Wait no. till you get to the stellar plane, it'll all make sense. I think there are quite a few of the things you've said that would not still make sense. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Well, I was just like, so- I've connected the dots. <laughs> <laughs> you've connected nothing. <laughs> he talks a lot about ushering in a new, better world full of compassion and mercy. I don't know why everyone has such a problem with compassion and mercy. No, I think that that's good. I just... Yeah, I think it is good, Mona. Thank you. God. It's just a little extreme when you say usher in a, a new world. That's kind of, it's kind of insane, I will shepherd a new world. No, that's, po- <laughs> it's just saying it's quite egotistical of you. Oh, well, someone's got to usher it in or it won't never come. <laughs> um, It's like a vampire. You have to invite it in. <laughs> a new better world is like a vampire. <laughs> In case you were wondering if this was one of those things that sounded insane, it is. And I know you got it from Delhi, but you still repeated it. She sounded correct to me. That's not good. All right, let's continue on. Let's continue. Where are you going? Um, there's a reading room, but it's also just not the library. Yeah. I mean, you could check out his lab while he's not in it. Mm. Rosanna's just like, I'm not certain where the lab is. Oh. Oh. It's not one of these rooms up here. It's a secret room? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Clementine does all the inventing. She might know where it is, but... <laughs> she showed us out of the house earlier. <laughs> she might not be thrilled we're back in. But we could we could hit her up, sure. But maybe we poke around a little on our own first? I mean, with that you two, good. I mean... Not unattended. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're yes. not unattended. You got us. 
It was Sebastian also. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I haven't forgotten Sebastian. Oh. Well, okay. let's just check the... I guess let's check the reading room for thoroughness's sake. Maybe the lab has a secret room underneath the reading room. Yeah, that was what I was thinking. <laughs> Pull on all the candelabras. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, roll investigation in the reading room, then. It's a two. Oh! <laughs> Sorry. Whoa! Yeah, it's 20. Plus three. Okay. I got a ten. <laughs> Do okay. I fight? Do I pull on something? <laughs> Give me a minute. Okay. <laughs> okay, so you find something that was clearly tucked away into a box, a series of letters that come from Vincent. In it, he is talking about the contract, specifically with Alora Lockhart. He talks about coming on behalf of the Red Hand. His boss is the Duke of Iron. So Vincent's from the Red Hand. Mm. Does Deli share this information? I do. I I spill all the nasty details. Okay, because yeah, because Elijah hasn't said this near either of you. He's like, ah, the Red Hand. That's funny about them. The first day we lived through this, um, my boss, well, not Jazz, but his second in command, um, asked me to go meet with the Red Hand. Because the Golden Grass wanted to strike a deal with them. So, he asked me to do that, but he wasn't entirely sure who and what they are. No one is. But I noticed, when you were being kidnapped, that Nevi has this red glove on. And when I approached him at the theater, he yeah, he basically did respond to, to the situation. He is part of the Red Hand. And I, I don't know, that woman he was talking to also had red gloves. I don't know if that was just because she's in theater or what. <laughs> I, I, I suppose you can't assume everyone with red gloves is suspicious. I mean, it is a statement for sure. That's how they get you. <laughs> okay, and but it, like... It is a statement. I, I wasn't sure if it was a fashion statement or like a um, part of a secret society statement. So the red hand... Who? What? Why? What are they? I'm not sure still. Oh! Um, it was hard to get anything out of Nevi because I was a stranger talking to him in a very casual way under the stage <laughs> and also suspiciously looking at this machine. <laughs> um, I don't think he... I feel like he maybe got some vibes off me. <laughs> well, in, in my dream, Nevi brought Asriel to the theater and there was darkness in there and a skull man. A skull man? Like a skeleton? A man with a skull for a head. I want a skull for a head. Like a mask. Oh, like a mask. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, a mask. (laughs) Yeah, that's totally different. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but here is a thing that Nevi said uh, when I asked him because I was... I told him about the golden grasp and whatever, and that we were looking to make a deal with them. And he said that his organization was only planning to be in town for today. Uh, don't know what that's about. So here's my current conspiracy board. Golden, er, Red Hand. Yes. Caused the apocalypse. You know, I was, I didn't want to jump to conclusions, but I feel like... Where they were jumping. We're jumping. And somehow the moon is tied into it. Okay. I don't know about the moon. (laughs) I don't know anything about the moon. Amaranth is taking notes. (laughs) (laughs) 
Because I know that the rest are tied to Dreaming Dark, right? That's yes. the thing I learned. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. 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 And okay. then the Red Hand seems to have an idea that oh. something's going on. Why else would Nevi try to stop us? Or not us, but like kidnap Mona. But at that point, we weren't doing anything. And he doesn't... He doesn't, he doesn't know that us. was he doesn't know that was stopping him. Unless he or does. Else. Unless he has some knowledge into who the chosen people are. Would Deli have recognized him as her the guy that keeps asking for her? The creep, yeah. At her shows. Yes. Okay, but he's stopped me before. Okay. So he has to have some knowledge that we're gonna do something. But he didn't seem like he knew anything about me. Yeah, that's weird. Maybe Am I not supposed to be here? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> no, no. I've oh, definitely got a grand fate. Um, okay. Um, okay, well, hold on. Uh, mm, what it? Okay. Now, I know that we've played the blame game a few times, and I don't want you to get defensive, because this isn't an accusation. Mm -hmm. But if you're singing... Mm. did have something to do with the rift. Mm. Mm -hmm. And the red hand is causing the apocalypse. Perhaps he would be interested in your singing career. I don't know. And he turns to Mona and he's like, <laughs> I don't know what you did. Well, what about, what all, what about all the nights the rift happens and she's not singing? But that was the first night, right? Maybe, well... But the riff happens every night, regardless of whether or not she's singing. Maybe but, you just I mean, set it in motion, and now it's going to happen forever, until it's no longer in motion. Yeah, the only reason why we're looping back is because of Archie. So maybe a, uh, maybe like mm. the world did, in fact, end. What was like three days ago for us? Two days? I don't know what time is. Well, it's, it's like okay, if time is a tapestry. Maybe this rift is like a knot in the, uh, what do you call it that goes upwards? The waft? The war warble? The warp? The warp. <laughs> the warp. The A. Maybe it's a knot on the, on the warp. And no matter how many times you pull the rest of the threads out, you're not going to get that knot out. Hold on, I'm adding it to my Archie questions. Oh, we're gonna kill. We're gonna kill this man with questions. <laughs> did Deli singing cause the apocalypse? Did we ask him that already? We did ask him that. He said no. But, but we have like, some more context now. But like, also not. I mean, not I think really. I think angels can lie. I don't think they have to tell you. I think what it, he said was, "I don't know." Oh, uh, <laughs> that has no in it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's a it's a theory. Otherwise, I don't know. But I do feel like. It can't be a coincidence they're here for today only, you know? Right. Okay, um, but, like, if I cause the... If hypothetically. If I'm, I'm causing the, the apocalypse... Then I'm off scot-free. No, I'm just saying, <laughs> does the Red Hand want to stop us? Or do they want to help the apocalypse happen? I don't know. Because, like, Wait, are I we the bad no guys? I have no idea why I was kidnapped. No, we're not see not. We're no, not well, you were kidnapped for some reason. You look okay. You're not like you've never had any sort of cosmic importance before in your life. Well, I was rescued by 
maybe a god as a child? Oh, well. <laughs> oh, gee, I do not know. Maybe it was the god who said, Mona, you're supposed to be smart. <laughs> Sorry. Desdemona, I cannot believe you. I cannot believe... <laughs> This is like the time I forgot to do the teleportation, but like on a cosmic scale. Um, <laughs> but like five times 5,000, yeah. Yeah, I was rescued by a god as a child. Oh, that's kind of a big deal. Which god? Was it the moon? See, Mother of Sin Material is an Eldrin god. Oh, so not the moon. No, but she rescues people from these dark fates. So we can't have darkness looming around us. Well, I can't. Oh, okay, well. Oh, well. <laughs> I can't either. I'm a holy warrior of fate. I could. Oh. <laughs> you clean Christian image. <laughs> I mean, Amaran's just like, I mean, maybe he meant, you know, uh, the impending apocalypse. Right. That's, that's sort that's, of what That I is assume. sort of hovering around us. <laughs> they just like <laughs> Just sort of all of them stewing. <laughs> okay, well... We don't find a key here, so <laughs> no. I think we found something <laughs> a little else. a little more important than the key, but also the key is very important. <laughs> but also, this is very important. <laughs> does it? Okay, so does do these letters like implicate like Olora or um, Aurelius in being part of the Red Hand in any way, or it's just it mentions that Vincent's a part of it. So Vincent is part of it. Yes. And it mentions his boss. And it mentions that... Um, actually, it should also mention the name of Alora's machine, which is only called the God Machine. So do you think the Red Hand is contracting them? Vincent... Uh, Vincent is brokering the deal, right? It sounds like Between it. Between Alora and the White Feathers. Well, Alora and the White Feathers are working together. That's a good but- name. <laughs> It is. <laughs> we'll tell Laura about it. <laughs> um, they're working together on this god machine, right? Mm-hmm. But Vincent's seemingly is he? Oh, is he the middleman or is he the one who's who wants the machine? It sounds like his boss is the Duke of Iron. Who's really so? He's he's getting the machine from them for the Duke of Iron. That's who he's he's the middleman for. I think so. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I mean, this all looks like legalese to me, but like, oh. I don't know. Here, Amaranth, you're smart. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. He can look at it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that he'd be able to divine much more than you've said. <laughs> Shove it underneath <laughs> his nose. You're a detective. Detect this. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, what's he looking for? Just to confirm what we just said, like that Vincent's the middleman for the Duke of Iron. He wants to. Have this machine made by the it's them. basically it's not like Alora Lockhart is doing this project, but she's not the one who's like needing this this project, yeah. right? Yes. Okay. Amaranth confirms. Okay. All right. Well, this just makes finding this Vincent fella a little more pressing. I would say I really want to get in there at his briefcase, kind of see what's in there. <laughs> Okay. He is also a vampire, so I suppose we shouldn't um, jump him. I am worried that will be Deli's first suggestion. 
because you did keep suggesting it before that we jump various people. Well, I um, mean, it's quick and easy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's not jump the vampire. I don't know if it would be easy. <laughs> but, may- I mean, maybe. I don't. I guess I don't. I truly do not know. Maybe we just ask him nicely. We it's getting close inside. to one o'clock. Oh, okay. <laughs> just updating me. God. And that's Coniferous is coming. It's coming to be disappointed at two, I guess. Okay. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. I want to disappoint this Just man. the feeling of, he, he's going to be disappointed. We're taking the machine with us forever. Yeah. But it is it is hard to think about him being disappointed. <laughs> he loves his place so much. He's going to learn that... The, the it was circumstance that didn't happen the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. All right. Okay. Let's get moving. Where to now? Wait, are we trying to find the key still, or are we trying to find Vincent? You are finding, trying to, well, you can try both. Either is good. Both. Okay. Both. Okay. for listening to The Last Tapestry. We want to thank Nylor for their song Panthalassa, which we use as our intro, and Ketza for the song War Inside, which is our outro. Please remember to leave a review. It really helps us out. Y'all have an amazing day.